0: Welcome to episode 32 of the Ben Briggs podcast, I am Ben Briggs, it's Saturday, Saturday people the 24th of August 2019, bank holiday fucking weekend, here in the UK, Scotland, England, Wales, Northern Ireland, it is a fucking bank holiday and it is a fucking scorcher, I am sweating over the airways to you right now. And, um, fucking hell, I don't know what the temperature is, but it's fucking hot. Let's have a little look uh, what the temperature is in new money and old money. 84 degrees at the minute in Northampton. Fucking hell. I don't know what that is in old money or new money or whatever way you look at it. 29 degrees Celsius at the minute. It's fucking roasting, man. Um, I'm trying to get this done quick as well because it's half 4... Um, it's going to last as long as it lasts, isn't it? At least half hour. You can't, you can't condense that time, Ben, can you? I know. Uh, because it's half four at the minute. I've got a gig tonight and it's about two and a half hours away and I've got to leave about five o'clock. So, um, it's going to be a tight one, people. It's going to be a tight one. Um, let's have a little roundup of, uh, I've had a, a nice gig last night. Uh, I was in Hull last night. Um... Which was, uh, which was nice, a whole co- comedy lounge. That was a fucking mission um, to get to. It took about three and a half hours in Friday traffic, which ain't too bad going, but fucking hell. I was plain sailing all the way and then hit a little bit of traffic and then it was fine. So I was quite happy with that. Um, but the gig last night was nice. It wasn't that busy um, because it's basically the... Final fucking nice bank holiday weekend of the year. And uh, I imagine most people were making the most out of that. Um, There was a small but nice audience, um, apart from one woman who was fucking leathered um, when she got there. Um, And, uh, yeah, she'd been uh, fucking heckling all night. Heckling compare, heckling the first fucking act, just wouldn't shut up and uh, I had to uh, I had to bitch-slap her a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> uh, it was not... She was interjecting with shit, and it was just, like... It had the potential... She had the potential to turn the gig fucking weird. You know what I mean? There was couples in there and that sort of thing. They weren't the sort of, like, you know, whoa, fucking rowdy crowd or, like, massively up for it. It was sort of, like... Um, it it could have been awkward, um, but the compare did a really good job. But this woman just would not shut the fuck up, and it's nice as an act going on when the compare comes in. And uh, the compare was Danny Sutcliffe, who's fucking uh, really nice guy. Um, he came in and uh, said uh, they're lovely. Apart from on the left hand side, there's a woman with like frizzy hair. And, um, she's, uh, fucking leathered. And she was leathered because I was talking to her afterwards, um, as I was leaving, uh, they were outside her and her mate and she was slow in her fucking words and everything. And I was like, oh, Jesus, just get away from me. I was waiting to be paid. Um, and, uh, which eventually, which did happen, which was nice. Um, and, um, yeah, she was fucking annoying and pissed, but, uh, yeah. She looked like uh, I tell you what she looked like which is one of the one of the the seams I went down uh was uh, she looked like Dr. Emmett Brown from uh <laughs> from fucking back to the future she had one of those 80s fucking perms uh that she'd never updated from the night she she got to the 80s and just thought fuck it that's it I'm done for haircuts now I'm going to look like a fucking extra from dynasty or Dallas uh, look it up, people. Look up them programs and see them fucking shoulder pads. Bit of tea there. Let's have a bit of tea. Anyway, um, yeah, so um, she was uh, a rather annoying person uh, in the audience. But to be fair to her, her mate was quite nice. She was all right. She seemed to be sober and a little a uh, little bit more sober than she was. But this woman was fuck. I, I don't know why you would go to a comedy club absolutely fucking hammered. Because she was clearly not understanding anything that the comedians were saying, and just coming out with random shit, and it was fucking. She had to. Play, everybody was just looking around. And I, I played the uh, schoolboy bullying technique as well of turning the audience on her. I know, I know. It's a pack mentality, <laughs> which allowed me to say whatever the fuck I wanted to to uh, to her. Um, but the rest of the audience was sort of like, um, a bit annoyed with her as well. They've paid money to be there, are not they? they don't want to listen to some frizzy haired fucking woman with a fucking white afro from the eighties. <laughs> I think at one point I said, she reminded me of those fucking Play-Doh things, you know, where you put the fucking plasticine in the top and then push down the head and all the fucking Play-Doh comes out as hair. She looked like that. She looked like... <laughs> She looked like she'd been fucked by the cookie monster or something. I don't know. But it was, uh, yeah, that was very testing. But uh, the drive up there was um, a breeze compared to the drive on the way back. Um, the drive, up, oh, man. Seriously, I've been, uh, not to go on about ailments. This is this seems to be um, just a podcast about Ben, that's what I should have called it, Ben Briggs's fucking ailments instead of the Ben Briggs podcast, which is, uh, I know it's pretentious, uh, but I couldn't think of anything else. And I thought, well, it does exactly what it says on the tin, doesn't it? It's my podcast. That's it. Uh, but yeah, this seems to be the ailments of, uh, Ben Briggs, but fucking hell at the minute. Um, I think I've overdone it either swimming or fucking lifting something heavy or something, but I've got a fucking hernia now. I know. Which um, has manifested itself this week. I went swimming on, when was it? Tuesday. I went swimming in the shower. I thought, there's a fucking, that that lump down there shouldn't be there. I'm sure that lump down there shouldn't be there. Should it? And then, obviously, I self-diagnosed myself on Google. Um, but, um, and I thought it might be a hernia. Because it was fucking just a big lump uh if you don't know what a hernia is uh, i only know this cuz i googled it people that's what we do these days isn't it we just fucking self diagnose and go ah it's <laughs> the amount of cancers that that are going misdiagnosed out there um must be unbelievable these fucking days ah, it's just a hernia um but um yeah i uh, yeah i fucking googled it if you don't know what it is it's some sort of fucking tear in the muscle wall or something and then your fucking insides start coming out um, it sounds horrendous, but it's not, um, I don't know. It's not that bad. Um, but anyway, I've done that, uh, which today I've had to pop, pop into the old clinic. Um, just, uh, and I've got to go back next week, but the drive home last night, fuck me, man. Jesus, three and a half hours to get home. I think I got home at like half past midnight or something. Three and a half hours, three, three and a half hours to get home. Stop exaggerating, Ben. Okay, it was 20 minutes to go. home. No, I'm joking. Uh, it was uh, about three hours to go, home. And uh, the pain in just kicked in. I don't know whether it had been because, like, I'd been fucking driving up there and then I had the adrenaline of doing the gig and that just fucking massed through the pain. But the fucking pain on the way home. Oh, man. Oh, three hours of constant fucking pain that seemed to manifest it in my fucking ballsack. Jesus, man. Ah, oh, it was like somebody had kicked me, constantly kicking me in the fucking bollocks for fucking three hours on the way home. I could not get comfortable driving home. Ah, oh, the fucking hell, man. I've got painkillers today, and I've got fucking anti-inflammatories because the whole area was a fucking mess down there. Not to, uh, not to go on about it too much, but fuck me, that was a hell of a journey on the way home last night i got out of the car at the end i could fucking barely walk oh man um at one point i was driving home right uh right (laughs) it's like i'm telling a story to somebody hey are you listening to me out there um more tea anyway um at, at one point I was driving home. I to try and get comfortable because, like driving in my car, the position I was sitting in, it was just putting pressure on my fucking balls and on this fucking lump uh, that's just just above the old um, fucking in the old thigh sort of like area, the groinal region. Let's put it that way. Um, not to go uh, to it's just above the um, the 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 parts. You know what I mean? Am I am I being descriptive enough for you? But it's about the size of a fucking golf ball. But um, it looks like uh, I've just I'm growing something else down there. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah. At one point, I I I had my fucking trousers fucking my trousers <laughs> it's like I go on stage with fucking trousers on and my jeans open, my fucking belt off. Um, my jeans were as far apart and the zip was done down as far as possible, I had my fucking leg, left leg, I know, I shouldn't be doing this, but I was driving on the motorway, so all I needed was my fucking right leg, on the accelerator, right foot on the accelerator, I had my left leg draped over the fucking passenger seat, like I'm some sort of fucking porn star, um, Driving home with just one foot on the accelerator because there was nobody else on the road, and I, it was just the only way I could try and relieve the fucking pain off of my fucking ballsack. And I just thought to myself at one point, if I crash now, if I crash with my fucking trousers undone, slightly pulled down just to take the fucking, um, Heat off the old uh, the old package there, with my leg draped over the passenger seat, like um like some sort of porn star laying in bed. <laughs> hey ladies, um, if I crash now, they they're gonna think I'm wanking. They've, there's no other explanation for this. Nobody's gonna say, "Well, he's obviously trying to make himself more comfortable," isn't he? Like that's what they're gonna be telling my mum. In that when I if I crashed then they, they, what was uh, what was he actually doing? He was definitely definitely masturbating. That's what. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. He had his trousers open. His leg was even. I don't know whether he was going for a bit of trying to get a bit more purchase off the passenger door with his foot or something. Um But his leg was draped over the passenger seat. He was he was going for it, Missus Briggs. He was really, really going for it. Uh, he must have gone happy. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Thank God I didn't crash or get pulled over. What do you do? To be honest, the mood I was in, the fucking mood I was, and then the mood I was in if I got pulled over by the police, um, I'd have just. I wouldn't even done up my trousers or took my leg off like the fucking passenger seat, I'd have just said, my fucking balls are aching like fuck, mate. This is the only thing, I don't care. You can take me to a cell, whatever, for dangerous driving, whatever you want to do to me. Just give me some fucking painkillers just to relieve this pain. Um, But yeah, it was just a, oh, man. It was three hours. Just over three hours of pure hell. And then I've spent... Uh, I had to go down and get some fucking painkillers and anti-inflammatories for it today. Uh, this it does sound like fucking medical hour. This is what happens. You reach a certain age and your body just starts deteriorating. Doesn't it? This is where I start regretting having led us uh, a fucking slow life. Um, for the last twenty odd years uh, since I used to play football, of doing nothing. And uh, it's coming back to haunt me, people, because now when you start doing exercise, you just fuck yourself up. You think you can still do, ah, I'll just go swimming or or go to the gym. That'll be fine. And your body goes, ah, no, sorry. That's not the deal. The deal is I've learned not to be doing anything and you're doing something now. So you're going to have a little bit of, uh, you're going to have a little bit of pain coming your way, sweetheart. So, uh, yeah, so that's the... um, Uh, that's the situation with me at the minute. Fucking hell, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't crash my car last night. That's the last thing my mum needs. (laughs) And then they'll probably try and make her the poster woman by saying 26 people uh, a year die masturbating at the wheel of a car. And then (laughs) my mum will be on there as if. Her story. They always take somebody like that, somebody real life, don't they? My son was forty two years old and couldn't help but be bashing himself at the wheel as he was driving home from a gig one night. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, fucking hell, man! But anyway, I've uh, the uh, the painkillers are uh, kicked in a little bit now, and um, I've been sitting most of the day with fucking. Uh, uh, an ice bag on my fucking l- nether regions, just chilling out. The old chap down there, um, but uh, <laughs> and it's done the trick. So I've got to leave to. Uh, I can actually walk again now. Uh, swelling's gone down a bit, uh, which is nice. That's that's all. All you know, that's all you need, isn't it? Really. You know, swelling downstairs has gone down a bit. That's a good thing, isn't it? Anything swollen below the waist, unless you're in a um, situation that requires things uh, that are swollen. Know what I mean, gentlemen? Um, Anything uh, that isn't swollen uh, is a a fucking benefit, I tell you. But, um, yeah, so I've got to drive all the way to... um, uh, uh, the gig tonight, is like about two and a half hours away, so um, hopefully we won't have a recurrence of tomorrow night, and hopefully I'll be able to fucking walk when I get home, um, dragging myself out of the fucking car last night at about like, midnight getting home, I was like, oh, fucking hell, I hope nobody, uh, nobody can see this, um, but that is not quite as bad, <laughs> That's a, I had it easy, apparently, I've read a story this week uh fuck me man this is amazing um let's have a look uh i read a story this week I even in all of my pain uh last night uh i read a story this week and i was thinking of this story and i was like i've still still had it easier than this fucking geezer let's uh, this is on the fucking guardian site i don't know if anyone has seen this it's a fucking amazing story i don't know why People write these things. I don't know what he hopes to gain from uh, giving this experienced um, this experience of what he's had. Because he's always going to be the guy um, with this headline. This is it. This is an experience piece in The Guardian. I had an erection for three weeks. Now, that sounds... You know, some people might like that. They think, fucking yeah, I can keep... It. What is it? Like... You come and then it comes down, does it, buddy? I had it for three weeks. Let's read this. Uh, One of the the second headline on there. I grabbed a wine-cooling sleeve from the freezer and it and wrapped it around my penis. Okay, let's do that. You've hooked me with this article so far. So let's have a a little look at this geezer story then. Let's have a look. This summer, I got a new boyfriend. Okay, let's not judge. Let's not judge. It's obviously uh, obviously, a gay guy, I imagine. If he's got an erection for three weeks, uh, he must have a good-looking boyfriend. If he's had an erection for three weeks, mustn't he? I've got a new boyfriend, I had an erection for three weeks. What are you asking? That's not the end of the story, people. Uh, moved into a new flat in Berlin and started a new job. It was one of the happiest times of my life. And you had an erection for three weeks? Fucking hell, things are going great for you, my friend. Surely there can't be anything wrong with this. Or is there? Less so. One Friday, my partner was having an early night. So a friend came over with a few bottles of wine. Soon, I was in the queue for LAB, Berlin's most notorious men-only Friday night party. Okay, so like his new boyfriend, who he loves dearly, he's, the, uh, he's having a night in. So he's just gone out with a friend And they've just gone for a few drinks and that sort of thing. That's okay, isn't it? That's okay. I popped a Viagra before leaving the house, obviously, as we all do when we go out, don't we? When we're leaving our partner uh, at home who's having an early night, we always pop a Viagra just in case we come home and uh, uh, our partner's awake and they want a bit. Surely he's thinking of his partner. Because I find it difficult to get an erection if I've been drinking. Oh, OK. My boyfriend and I are in an open relationship. Oh, OK. OK, so you popped to Viagra. You're going out. You're looking for, uh, looking for a bit of a hookup. When I hooked up with a handsome bearded nurse, that is a hell of a sentence. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, we've all done it. We've all hooked up with a handsome bearded nurse. It's like his fucking, what is this club? What is it, a fucking freak show? I know, people. I know I'm assuming nurses are women. I know that. Yeah, I know nurses can be men, but that is a fucking, that would be an amazing thing. What did you do last night, Ben? I fucked a bearded nurse. <laughs> I suggested we go back to my place. Jesus. Uh, he's taken the fucking bearded nurse back to where his boyfriend is. Where he proposed, he give me an uh, erection enhancing injection. Now, is <laughs> I'm not sure this guy was a nurse. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying that now. Hey, how you doing? Nice beard. Uh, yeah, I'm a nurse. Is that how it worked out? I don't know. Hey, I'm a nurse. Fancy an injection in your penis? I was hesitant. He says. I had tried something similar a few years before. It had hurt a bit and I had stayed hard longer for, uh, hard for longer than I wanted to. But the nurse seemed really clean. So, uh, really clean. Ha, 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 sorry. That's me getting carried away. But the nurse seemed really keen, so I consented. Okay. Oh, I'm not really sure about this uh, injection. Oh, go on. I'd really love you to. Oh, all right then. Uh, that was the biggest mistake of my life. Really allowing a complete stranger to uh, give you an injection into your penis who you've just met in a nightclub. He's got a beard as well. That's always dodgy. That's never a good sign. Never trust anyone with a beard in a nurse's outfit. That, That would be my number one rule. Uh, I had tried something similar a few years before, but it hurt a bit and it stayed longer. Oh, I read that bit. But the nurse seemed really... Oh, I read that bit. That was the biggest mistake of my life. I'm squeamish and I hate needles. Fuck. (laughs) How pissed was this geezer? How many red flags does he want? You don't like needles. It's a nurse, a, a, a supposed nurse you've just met, who carries around a fucking needle, by the way, whilst he's in a fucking nightclub. Anybody who carries around needles in a fucking nightclub, you know, it's not just druggies these days, is it? They want, <laughs> I've never, I've, what the fuck is going on in the gay community? I have no idea. Who's carrying around needles and going, hey, what's the needles for? Whoa, I don't do drugs. Oh, no, this isn't for drugs. This ain't for drugs. Uh, what? Where are you going to put that then? Just take your penis out and trust me. I'm a nurse. It's fine. <laughs> I can still feel that sudden increase in pressure as the medication entered through the side of my penis. Jesus, it was uncomfortable but not painful, and it worked. Bingo! It was up. When I woke, I thought it was strange that I was still so hard. I had a long last erection before could called a pri- priapism. Jesus called a priapism, and an ice pack had helped. I was already late for the Christopher Street Day Parade, Germany's version of Pride, so I grabbed a walk... Fucking hell. So I grabbed a wine-cooling sleeve from the freezer and wrapped it around my penis. How fucking big was the erection? If you've got to fucking wrap it in a wine-cooling sleeve. Jesus. Hey! <laughs> you bought you bought a bottle to pride. No, no, that's that's not a bottle of wine. It's uh, that's my penis. I uh, I allowed somebody to inject somebody with it uh, last night. Fucking hell, mate! And wrapped around my penis. Got dressed and ran for my Uber. I you I assumed my erection would go down eventually, so I enjoyed the party. He forgot about his wine cooler dick. Um, at five a.m. the next morning, I moke. I won more moke. I woke with a constant ache in in my still very erect penis. I tried painkillers. Yeah, try that. That worked for me, buddy. Ice packs, yes. Oh, that worked for me. And hot baths. So I'm not sure that's going to help with an erect penis, to be honest. But nothing worked. Doctors later told me that the longer your penis stays hard, the wider the scope for lasting damage. Getting help fast is the key. Ideally, within two to four hours. I had waited more than 30. Fuck me with a fucking monster fucking bottle of wine fucking erection in his pants. By 3pm, I was in the street, screaming in agony, waiting for an ambulance. When I got to hospital, I was in more pain than I thought possible. I can empathise with you there, buddy, on that drive on the way home. Uh, Doctors inserted needles of different shapes and sizes in my penis. Are you sure they were doctors this time? Was the nurse there? There's the nurse there just in the background, combing his beard, sometimes drawing blood out, sometimes fleshing out the toxins. Once with a curly device that I felt ripping through the tissue. Fuck me. You know. Alcohol's there for a reason, I believe. You know what I mean? I I think alcohol is there for a reason. If you can't get it up because you've had too much to drink, I don't think you should be having sex. That's your body's way of telling you, nah. You're not making good decisions. This isn't going to be a good decision. Uh, fucking hell. If you get to the stage where you go to a hospital and they're, you know, using a curly device, I, I I like the fact. Was it a corkscrew that I felt ripping through the tissue, drawing blood in an attempt to bleed out the medication still in style? I was told I had been given a drug usually prescribed for erectile dysfunction. Fucking hell. I had a local anaesthetic, but it didn't work. Oh, God. It was the darkest time of my life. No shit, sweetheart. Uh, I had no idea if I would have sex again. Uh, Well, you know, uh, there's priorities, isn't there? That's the priority for you, isn't it? Not like I I could die. Doctor, can you tell me if I'll ever have sex again? Not right now. Behave yourself. (laughs) We've got to fucking get this down. Bring a mallet. Somebody get a mallet. We need to hammer this down. Oh, fucking hell. I was too weak to eat or drink and the blood clots were at risk of spreading to my major organs. <laughs> <laughs> Emergency surgery was scheduled for the next Monday. Uh, fucking hell. When I woke, I was no longer in agonising pain after the surgery. I felt hope my partner and I had become even closer. Really? jesus that you fucked up your cock because you wanted to fuck somebody else that's an odd thing i don't know if that would make me close i've never been in a relationship like that where i could leave somebody in bed and go just popping out to fuck somebody else sweet up we'll probably come back here don't worry i won't right- wake you you sleep well um my story went viral and i received messages of Support from around the world. My partner and I had become even closer. Oh, yeah. Started fundraising for my recovery. Save this man's penis. Jesus. Ten days after the operation, my penis still hard. I had a scan. I saw a close-up of the tissue inside in shades of grey. Fifty were there? Oh, Ben, stop it. Uh, With each beat of my heart, I saw blobs of red, yellow and blue pop up, indicating blood flow. I whooped with joy. Thank fuck. I may be able to have natural erections again. High-fived all round with the doctors. Thank God. Three weeks after the nurse gave me that injection, I left hospital. Jesus, it's still too early to tell what the impact will be on my sex life. You're not going to get any more fucking injections, I imagine, or not trust nurses. Although my erection is smaller than it was three weeks ago. Oh, man. I'm still waiting for it to go down completely, and I lost my job. Uh, I can't come in today. My dick's hard. That's probably why that is an excuse, surely. What was his, unless his job was, um, I don't know, non-erect penis model. I can't see how you're, uh, you're, uh, you can lose your job through having a fucking hard-on for three weeks. I don't know. Not unless, (laughs) unless he's a fucking nursery nurse. Oh, that could be it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh that that might have been his job if you're a nur- yeah if you've got a fucking constant hard on and you're a nursery nurse yeah you ain't gonna you ain't gonna keep that job uh it's still uh too late to tell what well, let's have a look but i'm determined to make this a positive experience Ah, uh, fuck me he's going round in a circus fucking chopping wood enough with his fucking hard on <laughs> I was so inspired by the care I received in hospital that I wanted to channel that into training as a recce healer and t- Oh, fuck off. Erection healer, more like. It's strange knowing that people all over the world are talking about my penis. No shit, I am. But well, I am using this as an opportunity to raise awareness and save others from the pain I went through. Never. <laughs> this, is, this is fucking. This is his conclusion to this whole story. never inject your penis with an unknown substance sumptu- uh, substance. no shit me old booty you know like if somebody a complete stranger come up to me who was claiming to be a nurse anyway with a beard which is suspicious uh and said "I'm just can I just inject this into your penis uh there's not many people. I know, personally, that would go, yeah, sure, that's fine. I I can't see anything wrong happening with this. What the fuck are people on? What what the the fuck was this geezer thinking? If you have an erection for longer than four hours, go to A&E. Not a problem at my age, me old booty. Uh, Not a problem at my age, but fuck me, Jesus. So although I was in pain last night driving home, that story got me through thinking of that geezer. (laughs) Fuck me. Ah, Jesus. Uh, What are we on? 30 minutes, people. Jesus. 30 minutes. We've done it. It is 5 to 5. I'm a little bit sweaty now after getting all excited about reading about somebody else's penis. What's going through your mind, Ben? I don't know, but it fucking made me laugh. Ah, Jesus. If you have any penis problems, feel free to uh, tell me at at podcast.benbriggs.co.uk. and I will mercilessly, mercilessly rip the piss out of you. Ah, oh, Jesus. Anyway, that is episode thirty-two. People all done and dusted. We haven't covered a lot, uh, really. We've covered my ailments and a fucking hard-on that doesn't. They can fucking knock <laughs> your neighbours up with on their door. There he is. Oh, his fucking his penis is still hard. Anyway. Have a good weekend, people. I shall be back on Tuesday. Uh, I've got better rush to this gig. I hope you have a good bank holiday. Or if it's not bank holiday in the country you are listening in, uh, I hope you have a great weekend. Um, You can subscribe to this on uh, Apple um, Podcasts or the Podbean site. And um, I will be back, as I say, on Tuesday. Have a great weekend motherfuckers, and I'll speak to you then.